This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody! show behind me would probably be a good idea at this point. There's really no reason to have anything flashing around back there. It's pretty. It's really nice. It makes for a club vibe. A good club vibe. But we're just going to be talking about movies. Is there like a probably just a switch you can flip and turn all that shit off? 
so some of you don't know what's going on. That's cool. Coming to you once again from South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin, Texas. This time we're at Brazos Hall, which is a very difficult venue to get into. All of my guests had a hard time getting in here tonight. That's how... That's how that's how tight security is. Is they're like, who do you think you are? And they're like, I'm a guest on the show. And they're like, yeah, prove it. <laughs> and so then they right there outside the club, they have to prove how much they love movies. It's very awkward. They put them through a very complicated test. This time uh, we're, as I mentioned, we're at Brazos Hall. It's Monday evening in the year 2015 on March 16. Candles. <laughs> yeah. And did you guys bring name tags? Did some of you bring name tags? You did! Badges don't count. I want you to know that. I love this gentleman named Tim because he took the movie where Mel Gibson played a mentally handicapped individual named Tim and he just printed out the poster. Your work is done. You don't have to think of a clever pun. My name is fucking Tim. And Mel Gibson played this idiot named Tim. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if idiot's the right word. That might be offensive. What's the last movie you saw, Tim? The Imitation Game. The Imitation Game. Did you like that? He liked it. All right. Whatever. No, I liked it a lot, too. I was really uh, quite moved by uh, all that that gentleman went through to stop the Nazis and never got uh, full credit for it while he was alive and gay. Uh, Guardians of the Gal Lizzie? Because your name is Lizzie? Nice job. And what, you, and what are you drinking? You're like, you seem like you can't stop drinking even though I'm talking to you right now. And I'm fucking down that Chardonnay like it's nobody's biz. And what's, your, what's the last movie you saw, Lizzie? Furious 7 last night. I was there. They made us promise to not say how they handled the Paul Walker situation in the movie, but I will say that I think they handled it nicely. I think they did a good job with it. It was beautiful, says Lizzie, everybody. So check out Furious 7. There's not a lot of movies where one of the actors died that has the word Furious in the title. It's kind of interesting. Um, thank you to everybody who bought name tags, and some of you will be selected tonight by my guests, and they will play for you in some games of movie trivia. For, who, who here in the audience tonight is just a South by Southwest attendee of possibly film or interactive, and you uh, have never listened to Douglas movies? Applaud if you've never heard the show. Okay, so there's a few of you, you're going to be confused. <laughs> And maybe get a little sad, but just power through it. Because the bottom line is we're just here to have fun and not to not to confuse you. A um, couple of plugs for later on in the week, because I'm here until Sunday. So uh, you will, of course, need badges. Did anybody without a badge get in tonight? That's awesome. All right, so that, that works. The system works. Uh, people without badges can get into stuff, so forget I said the thing about the stinking badges and come tomorrow night to the Master Pancake Show at the Alamo Lamar 
at 7 o'clock, where we will be uh, doing a mocking of uh, Leprechaun 3. Yeah. It's the third year in a row. And uh, yes, embarrassingly, South By is, is great. They're really on it. But uh, for some reason, in pretty much all the written uh, literature about this uh, Master Pancake, Benson Interruption mashup, they say that I directed Leprechaun 3. <laughs> Is absolutely, I'm, I'm almost 90% certain that I did not direct any movie, let alone Leprechaun 3. So thank you for that, uh, South By, giving me that new credit for my resume. Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, I'm going to be doing stand-up with a bunch of other funny stand-ups at uh, Esther's Follies. And that, of course, is badges or, or if you're, uh, you know, if you stick to it, if you have stick to itiveness. Badges or stick-to-itiveness is welcome. And on Saturday, March 21st, we're doing another Douglas Movies as part of South by Music, and that's going to be over at the Stateside Theater at 4.20-ish. Yeah. So hope to see you guys again there. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At FatLib32, fat spelled with the popular PH spelling, tweeted... Women are like Liam Neeson movies. All the good ones are taken. <laughs> this has been Tweet Relief. Tweets that are funny but not necessarily accurate. Addition. I said, can I have a table to put my stuff on and my notes and everything? And they gave me the weirdest... I mean... It's a cool table. I'm not, I don't want this table to feel bad about itself but it really doesn't necessarily satisfy my needs. But I just had a great idea. I'm gonna do the whole show standing up, hopefully. I've got a lot of uh, Tito's and soda in me right now. And uh, I'll use my stool as my, uh, my table. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Some of you don't even know what's happening. I brought a prize bag, let's look in the prize bag. We got Gateway Doug 2, Forced Fun. My CD from last year, new CD recorded, will be recorded on April 20th in Denver, Colorado. I've got a, uh, I think it's an extra, extra large Doug Loves Movies shirt. So whoever wins that can either wear it to bed or on their daily uh, activities. We've got a little scarf from uh, Hitman Glass. I've got a, a t-shirt from my friends at Star Wars Minute, the very fun podcast that breaks down the Star Wars movie one movies one minute at a time. We talked about uh, I'm, I'm on this week talking about uh, Return of the Jedi. A hat! How often do you get to wear a hat like this in Austin? So maybe, from, maybe somebody visiting from out of town will win this. It's a stab life That can't be right. Stab life? Slab life but that still sounds like, ah, I'm dead, I'm living slab life. I saw a movie the other night called Deathgasm and they gave out some uh, buttons. So there's a nice collection of Deathgasm buttons. I was in New York recently, I saw a Broadway show. Here's my sippy cup that they put my vodka in. The Schubert Theater Organization. And uh, that's it that I brought, but all of my guests brought something. So let's get them out here. Lots of talented and fun people and film enthusiasts are in the uh, area for 
South by, and I got four of them for us here tonight. Please give a big warm welcome to John Doerr, Chris Cubis, Scott Weinberg, and Nick Thune. Hey guys, sit wherever you like. Throw your prizes on the floor. Yeah, garbage anyway. Just dump it on the floor. I feel like if somebody walked in and didn't know what this was, they would think it was the Doug Loves Beards podcast. I really do. I've assembled four of the finest beards in the city. Uh, some you. visiting, some live here. And uh, we're going to decide tonight which one of you guys has the best beard. Which so, one gets to keep it? Good luck to everybody. I think he wins the best beard simply because he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio finally hit puberty. <laughs> or if you just Google him like him right now. <laughs> I like how all four of you have beards, but have decided to go entirely different directions with what's on the top of your head. <laughs> there could not be four more wildly different examples of top of head style. I'm the only person I know who, got, uh, who gets chemotherapy voluntarily because I like the hairstyle. That's sad. It got sad. It got sad quick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like bringing up cancer at the top of a show to really set the mood. No, that would be a bad idea. Yeah, that was the... I'm just going to go on board and say I hate cancer. <laughs> I was really taking a stance there, Nick. Controversial. I'm on the fence. I, I'm going to go... I'm going to go on a run against cancer. Or, or what is it? Is it a run for being against cancer? How, does, how do you describe it? run against cancer research. It's definitely not... No, I'm for cancer research. Why would I run against it? I don't know. Popular just do though. the AIDS walk. It's easier. <laughs> Yeah, say that to somebody who has AIDS. Anyone have AIDS? Wow, that's an interesting question to throw to the audience so, so, so early on in the proceedings. Well, I, wanted, I wanted to carry, carry through with it, you know? Yeah, no, you Will did you a great you job. you have AIDS for a second? No, nobody has AIDS. Does anybody want AIDS? Because I can... It's actually my gift to the prize bag is AIDS. Is that true? No, he just brought a copy of Philadelphia. It's not exactly AIDS, but it's close. Yeah, that was the original title. <laughs> That's not how it spread? It wasn't because people just kept watching that movie? I don't know. It's not the, I don't know I'm the from, origin. I'm from Philadelphia, and when people think of Chicago, they think of dancing, and when people think of Philadelphia, they think of people, lawyers dying of AIDS. Not fair. This is this? fun so far. I'm having a good time. It's nice and light. I'm from, I'm from the suburbs of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We don't talk like that. <laughs> Hi, Doug. Hi. <laughs> That's John Doerr, ladies and gentlemen. Let's introduce these guys individually. Give them the credit they deserve. Uh, you got some stuff for the prize bag, John? I do, yeah. Um, normally, Now, I found out that I'd be doing this uh, when I left home. Otherwise, I would have brought something a little bit more personal. But uh, I wanted something with a movie theme, so I, bought, I brought a John Wayne lunch pail. That's pretty good. If you, if you listen to the podcast, that's a damn good gift. Also died of cancer. Does it go over here? The best gifts are the one where the person giving it has to explain what a, what a great gift it is. <laughs> this is a really amazing gift. Non-John Wayne fan. Oh, and also some prosciutto to go inside of it. I forgot. Oh, okay. There we go. That is, that's a cured Italian meat. It's a little salty. 
Um, may, you may not want to eat that if you have AIDS or cancer. Now. Is that really true? Do you How long has that not been refrigerated for, by the way? Uh, it just came out of the refrigerator. It is from the minibar. To those listening Doug at home, Doug, Doug is now opening the lunchbox. Doug, Doug's beating his meat. Get it? Putting the cheese in the lunchbox. That's a pun I think about now masturbation. Now he is the lunchbox up. This lunchbox can be somebody's. It will be. Yeah, if the price is right. <laughs> Who was the next to speak? I can't even keep track of everybody. Let's go down all the way to the other end and say hello to Mr. Scott Weinberg, everybody. Hello. Movie enthusiast. My name is Scott Weinberg. I write uh, film reviews for a uh, UK company called The Horror Show and, of course, the excellent, excellent nerdist.com. Uh, and I'm basically is my 13th South by, and I'm just here writing about movies. I've written about 14 reviews, and I got like 14 more to go. I brought a local favorite, ABCs of Death, Part One. Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Weinberg don't fuck around. I was hoping you guys would fill that space where I was walking back. No, I think I think Let's the walking again. <laughs> you were doing a bit, man. We're gonna do it again in a second, but th- thank okay. you for being here, Scott. And and like he mentioned, he's from uh, Philadelphia. Uh, that's where. Uh, is that where we met? We met here in Austin. We met here. Yeah, we yeah. met in many, many cities and many dark corners. That's a uh, weed smoking reference, not a. Uh, it's it's rape whatever reference. your listeners <laughs> want it to mean, Douglas. All right. Uh, Nick Thune is here, everybody. Nick Thune. Nikki T. I'll fill the time when you walk to get his gift. I'll fill the time. Okay, good. Just if you need some material, check out these socks right here, man. Bam! They're like that's a good that's a good bit for the listener. You all have you all have interesting socks or no socks? That's what you guys have. This is exotic sock wear in Philadelphia, right here. Nobody's just wearing a standard white. Uh, Nick, what'd you bring so for the... Racist. Sorry, what'd you bring for the prize bag, Nick? I brought a uh, couple of my favorite movies, um, copy of Pain and Gain, uh, and The Dictator. I like how people don't know if you're kidding, if those are your favorite movies or not. They don't want to laugh because that'd be rude, but... They were my favorite movies that were buy one, get another movie free at Vulcan uh, video uh, this morning. But they definitely both tread the line between great and awful. Mm-hmm. I am a trained film critic, Doug, and I'll tell you, they're both shit. All right, well, you know. But they're souvenirs from an awesome show. Kind of hoping to get The Rock on this show, or maybe uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, so thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Painting Guinea is all right. Uh, it is all right. Uh, they're both all right, I think. Anyway... <laughs> They're in the prize bag, so whoever wins them, please tweet at me and confirm whether or not they're all right. John Dorr is here. Again? You've done me already. Mm. But did you, what'd you bring for the bag? Did we talk about that already? <laughs> Cancer. Doug Why is there, this is, this is my favorite because you've done this before. Why is there a bag the on the floor in front of you that looks like it would have... It was housing just, the John Wayne lunch pail with the cured you, meat. Wait, you were... 
a prize that has a handle on it, you needed to get a bag for it? Can I tell you why? The lady I bought it from said the same thing, and I said, I don't want to walk out with it. I want it to be hidden so it'll be a reveal for these lovely people. The best audience I've ever seen gathered ever in my entire life. Get up for showmanship, ladies and gentlemen. And don't deflect that just three I will seconds. never forget the moment when those people saw that, that lunch bill lifted out of that bag. They, it was like... Uh, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction just got opened up in their direction. Don't try and deflect from the fact that you forgot that you introduced me three seconds ago, Douglas. It's a good point, Douglas. I don't deflect. I uh, try to to drag comedy out of the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Cubis. Hey, hey. Is here, Doug. Local phenom. What's the matter, Nick? I think you should have gone to me after that, just to kind of tap that joke. <laughs> I, I don't do that kind of shit. I, I only make those mistakes accidentally, not on purpose. But let's say hi to Scott Weinberg, everybody. Yo, so what's the deal with AIDS in Philadelphia? <laughs> Chris, what'd you bring for the bag? Uh, it's both. Besides Sorry. the loudest voice in the room, what else <laughs> yes, did you bring? Yes, I'm not the loudest one. Yes. Uh, there, if you look inside, there is a copy of The Essential Ernest. You got the bag? And that's six Ernest featurettes, but, not, but none of the ones you know. Uh, it's, it's got Ernest Goes to Africa, which I didn't know he did. Ernest, Ernest battles apartheid. Yeah, is a good no, Ernest goes to Africa because we got to tie it back to AIDS. And then I also brought. Really, they don't have. It's not a problem there. Thanks, white people. And then I also brought a copy of a video. I think it's called Diabetes: A Positive Approach. Uh, I think I, I think we're sensing a theme here tonight. Well, it's it's a subject that's near and dear to my heart. It's a I assume. I haven't been to a doctor, but like I guess so. I should probably watch it. Gene Smart tells you how to not eat donuts. I didn't watch it. It was a dollar. Gary Owens is on here, and of course he's dead, so that'll add an extra level of fun for you to watch him tell Morbid. you how to take care of yourself. Sure. Yeah. This is such a morbid show. Yeah. It says at one point, it's like, tells you something about how to live, love, and financial success or something. I was like, three C-list celebrities who are all dead. Do you save money? Like, financial success, I guess you save money because you only need to buy half as many socks, but, like... The host of the thing is, uh, looks like he's wearing, like, a bicycle riding shorts and a whole athletic outfit, but he's enjoying uh, iced tea while eating a banana under an umbrella on the beach next to his friend who's on a bike wearing a helmet. So, uh, yeah, that's a really positive approach to diabetes. Live as if you don't have it, and make a video in which you uh, brag about not having it. Can I go back to something Chris just said? Yeah. He said that if you would only have to buy one sock. Because, like, you get your foot cut off if your yeah, diabetes gets I bad. Would, I, w- I would argue I would still wear the sock on the stump. What? Oh, really? Because my stump would get cold as well as my foot. So I'd have a, I would still I don't know buy. if a sock will fit a stump. Oh, I, no, look, I, I need... would fit. You should see some of the socks they make these days. <laughs> Welcome to Doug Love Socks. That I'm, felt I'm, like you were filling, but I was here ready to continue. <laughs> 
I was uh, if I could get I somebody waiting. to bring Ian a vodka tonic to me on the stage and maybe a little oh, shot of Oh, does that happen here at uh, Brazos Hall? That'd be does, awesome. If you just ask for a drink, does it show up, or does everybody stand around going, what's no, he doing? There is literally like nine bartenders staring me in the face like, eat a dick. <laughs> you cannot tip me from the stage. I am bringing you shit. Or one sock in a Christmas stocking. <laughs> I don't know. He's holding on to that. You're waiting. No, I'm still thinking. John Doerr um, is the star of a movie I saw today called Knock Knock. It's Tig Notaro. He plays the title character. Yeah. And uh, that's a terrific movie about you and Tig Notaro. She just called you up and said, will you go perform in people's homes with me? She did this campaign on, uh, on social media where she just said, I'll come to any place you want and perform a show, and then people submitted mm-hmm. requests, and you went on that tour with her. I did, and uh, made a movie of it, and it's a very, very entertaining movie. Watching you guys perform in living rooms and on the back of a truck and stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. I love Tig, so that makes it easy. Uh, but what they leave out is all the nightmare moments. Like we, Jenny, in this movie, it looks like it's like an absolute pleasure trip the entire time. Like you and guys most had a blast. T- yeah, nothing went wrong. Most of the time it was, but then you know, there's a moment where we're performing on a farm, doing stand up during the daytime on a farm in the middle of Mississippi, and normally in a comedy club, I don't have to worry about like people saying the dog just shit and like, <laughs> like seriously, and children running around and. I actually heard the words, there's fire in that propane. You don't hear that in comedy clubs. But, um, so it was a bit of a nightmare, but they cut all that out. So yeah, the movie itself, it, like a movie, like they would cut their shit out and just leave the good stuff. Did they yeah, cut out like, like pain and gain. Did they cut out like all the times you guys went to the bathroom or they leave that in? They left all of that in. I want to see oh, this movie. <laughs> Robert Durst was arrested today. Did you hear that? La, 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 la. I haven't seen any of it, so you can't talk Don't about it. Don't spoil the it has nothing to do with I want to watch the jinx from the beginning, and so I'm very angry at everyone for spoiling the ending. I didn't say a word. Of that true life story that's in the news today. Yeah, yeah you'll never yeah. find out. It's crazy. But let's say this. Knowing the outcome, mm-hmm. or knowing where they're at at this point in the story... Would it still be fun for me to go watch from the beginning? Is it, it that good? It has, it, it has nothing necessarily to do with the doc. Like, you, you would have... I guess they've arrested him, but he'll still plead not guilty. But I don't think it has anything to do with the documentary. It's attached it's to it in a way. It's just amazing timing that the day after this thing had its season finale, mm-hmm. they actually arrest the man. All The police were so captivated, they said, let's wait till this is over, then yeah. we'll go get him. <laughs> If we let, if he goes in, can Adnan come out? Is that how it works? You know he did that shit. Stop clapping. I don't know. How are we doing on time, you guys? Are we doing all right? Maybe a beer? A beer if that's too hard? Like, I don't, whatever. Oh, yeah, I think they don't have mixed drinks here. I think this guy's going to get him a beer. Oh, fucking do it, AIDS. He's going to me a beer. That's awesome. Don't sip from it, please. You can't, you can't sit around in a Pabst Blue Ribbon shirt if you're not ready to get somebody a yeah, fucking beer. Oh, the bar's closed, I guess? They're well, all that's what it is. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Sorry, folks. I appreciate it. The bar is closed during you the did, show. You did the best. Because we don't want a bunch of bar noise on this podcast. Could you, not get a, you couldn't get a beer? 
No. Oh, don't give your beer here. Have don't my, give my. Oh, that is sweet. Have my beer. There oh, fucking. Go. There we go. There you oh, go. That's I a fresh it. one. I mean, I'll drink that too. Be mine back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Awesome. Thank Bring you. Bring all of your beers to Chris. Yeah. He wants all of your beers. Yeah. Well, here's hoping there's no roofies in it. There isn't? Or there is. Did Bill Cosby just bring me a drink? One of us had to say it, you guys. Yeah. Legally, one of us had to say it. Yeah. It's a little too soon, man. It's like, a little too soon since the last time the Bill Cosby bought you a drink. They're about 36 years too I think it started in the soon. 60s. I feel like it's not soon enough. It's still He actually, soon. he started out as a waiter, and I think, you know, waiter to rapist is a natural transition. Yeah. This is a service industry yeah, time, Pretending sir. to care about someone? Yeah. I used to do the job. <laughs> Serve. Not a lot of people call raping a job uh, either, so I didn't, I didn't really have to qualify. Yeah. Maybe Yo, some It's more of a calling, I really. think we should get back to AIDS at this point. <laughs> a little lighter. Okay, let's lighten it up. Philadelphia 2, back to AIDS. <laughs> With Rodney Dangerfield, back to AIDS. Legal AIDS. Uh, Chris Cubis, have you been to the cinema lately? Like, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, I saw a, a skateboarding documentary called All This Mayhem, I think it's called. About these, yeah, 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 about these two, like, Australian kid brother skateboarders that then go off the deep end and fucking do a bunch of cocaine, like skateboarders do. <laughs> but it was pretty good. Okay. You watch this on Netflix. Starts off fun, but gets And then I saw, I saw, uh, Whiplash. No, I, I said that wrong. Twelve Years a Slave. That's I mix those I mix those titles up sometimes. Someone did some prep. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting on that one. I was gonna tweet that earlier, and I was like, Nah, save it. That's gold. Save that shit. John Dor, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, so Whiplash. Uh, I mean, Twelve Years a Slave. I saw a I, knock knock. It's Tina Charles. What did Charo. I see? I saw. Uh, wh- what's that? You saw porno. Did you okay. say porno? Yeah. I'd be surprised if this lady doesn't figure out a way to ruin this show. <laughs> she seems are, on, are you she yelling seems out a movie that, that I saw? Or Mom, I told you to wait in the car. You're yelling. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. He even left a bowl of water and cracked a window. Uncool. Are you yelling out a genre of film that you hope I have seen recently? See what I mean? Like, if this was a comedy club, I'd circle the wagons to get her thrown out right now. Yeah. But considering none of us could even get a drink on stage, I bet you... Yeah. I or bet get, you... Uh, or no, get in the building. Nobody's... Yeah. Just took John and I 15 minutes and eight people to yeah, get it was, in. It was a struggle to get in. Just, There's nothing better than when someone thinks they've dropped something funny and they say, boom... And no one laughed, like, because, like, it's not funny. She was like, oh, that you've been in, boom, silence. I think that's hilarious when that happens. She personally. threw in a fool, because that's, you know, then you're dumb, because you just said that's you're true. a fool. That's so, true. of course you're stupid. She got me. Yeah. Anyway, but, last uh, movie I saw was Pump Fiction. Um... <laughs> You played right. You played right to her. She didn't respond immediately. She responded in drunk time. I should, I should have said friction. Um, I do. You, do you, 
See, there she goes. It's to, when you have too much alcohol, you don't understand when someone else gets to talk. Also, I awoke the sleeping uh, monster there, didn't I? I should have let it be, but I went back to it, and that's a problem I have, and I'm very sorry. Now, Doug, I, do you really bring wagons to your comedy shows? Yeah. Volvo wagons? I, yeah. I circle them. I circle wagons. <laughs> just fun last movie I saw is that you're asking mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact last but I did see uh, Imitation Game um, I will only accept your exact last movie oh. <laughs> DC Cab then I yeah when know. was it yesterday I got I, I found out I had screeners in my uh, P.O. box from like months ago so uh, so you're catching up on all the Oscar bait I am yeah Birdman which I did enjoy a lot of it, a lot of people did not like that film you know what a fun thing to do is is to watch Birdman but play the soundtrack from Whiplash yeah and it doesn't change a thing it's the same thing but I think Imitation Game was the last I saw that's a great movie I really liked okay. it. I saw it post. Uh, I, I I should say not as much a great movie, but uh, that story was very interesting to me. It's, the story is amazing. I I wasn't a huge fan of the film, but yeah, it was uh, a great story. It's interesting they left the whole part about leaving his wife for his nurse. Wait, what movie are we talking about? I have no idea. What movie Imitation ta- Game? Oh, I thought I was talking about. So we were Hawk talking about movie. Chinatown. <laughs> You oh. thought Imitation Game was Theory of Everything? Theory of Everything, yeah. yeah I have a kid. I don't Pretty see similar <laughs> titles. They could swap titles. It would make sense. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to stop the Nazis. We're working on the Theory of Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Weiber. Oh, Nick, what was the last movie you saw? Focus? <laughs> I would really appreciate it if you would. <laughs> Is that, that that's, a, that's a Will Smith movie, right? Really? You're the one that saw it. Yeah, no, I, I went... Yeah, he's the one that saw you. it as well. Just him. I went for like a, you know, a day movie, solo, just kind of... Did you like he? Of course, yeah. Will what Smith. do you mean, of course? He nails it every time. He's the fucking really? best. Yeah. After Earth? After Earth? No, I don't know. I, wa- I walked out three quarters. I, it wasn't about the movie. It was just about getting away from my wife and child. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you. We got a big glorious bucket of nice cold beers on ice that only the people on stage get to have. It's nothing like rubbing it in the audience. This is how revolutions happen, Doug. Yeah. I feel like I should at least give that dude his beer, the guy who brought yes. one. Yeah. Where are you going? forward. We'll allow it. Come on up, Mr. Cosby. No, you know, you're, yes. you're, not <laughs> legal, Chris, you're not legally required to give him that, you know. Yeah, but I'm a fucking gentleman. No one cares. Jesus. Yo, mom, get back in the car, bitch. What, yeah, but that? I thought Will Smith was yeah, divorced in one yeah, get year. Back to Will. Get back I was going to say, Will, like, you played it very real, you know? Yeah. He's really good. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Tom Cruise? Yeah, they're applauding her being thrown out, by the way. <laughs> You know, Austin, Texas is my favorite place, and uh, so I was, you know, a little disappointed in Brazos Hall, but uh, they've turned that around. 100%. Yeah, and this place is great. Wait, Doug, how do you get heckled in a dry bar? 
she got fucked up on all those free drinks around town right. and came in here to see I don't know what I had like three monster come on let me laugh at you guys I don't know if she even knew it was going to be a comedy show but once it started she was going to be a participant <laughs> I'm still not sure she's aware it's a comedy show. Yeah, and I'm not aware that the listeners heard a word she said, because that's, that's how that works sometimes. <laughs> it just sounds like we're all crazy up here, railing against some silent, made-up woman and her stupid, drunken comments. I kind of miss her. I miss her, too. I totally miss her. There was something about her. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, like, I feel like she was turning a corner. But the circle, she, she was about to circle the wagons. And, I feel and, like, and become a better person. Yeah, and most. I, mean, I think most. And we kicked her out like, before we let her reform herself. Yeah, I know. She might have been going somewhere with that stick, Doug. You don't know. This might have been her first of twelve steps, <laughs> and we just totally <laughs> obliterated it. What? She was here to apologize to all of us for how drunk she got before this show. And the only word she knows is porno. Accept your apology. I want to put a black dick in your beard face. That's not that's not on me, right? I don't have to. No. All right. I got a general statement. I just thinking that's the direction she was headed before Brazos Hall cleverly and quickly threw her out. So they're my heroes, and they brought us all this beer. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 You good, Scott? Do you need a beer? No, I don't drink, sir. That's right. They know what that means. Yeah. You only drink marijuana. I only... I mean, all right. Really, seriously, show of hands or clap, how many people smoke so much weed they just cut alcohol out of their life because they want to live 10 years longer? That sentence was weird. Yeah, I'm a writer, bitch. I think... <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, those are two different ideas. That One think... less vice. One less vice. That's all I'm, you know... Yeah, yeah. That You get the 10 years by stop drinking, but then you get 10 really high years by smoking the whole time. And obviously, I'll get hit by a bus tonight, so the point is all moot. It's, I, you know, for you, for me, for everybody that I know that smokes a ton of weed, I just spend all day hoping that we don't die in an embarrassing manner. Don't die I, in a way that I makes the other potheads look bad. If I get hit by a fucking bus at South By that has train wreck written on the side of it, I will be ridiculed mercilessly. And, and marijuana will be the scapegoat for 20 years, so watch yeah. your ass, though. Yeah, I gotta be safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm representing safe marijuana use. Um, did you see a movie today, Scott? Oh, I've seen about a dozen films so far at South by Southwest. I know, but what was the one that's the most recent? Uh, well, you just I saw it. I, I did see Furious 7 last night. How was it? It is... All right. I don't even like the first four movies. I, oh, I, I kind of like the fifth one. Yeah. This one is fucking great. I'm not kidding. It is fucking... You know how, like, a lot of action movies, they, like, stop for 28 minutes so you can fill in the time between the expensive actions? Furious 7 takes, like, four minutes and then just cuts into it's another... It's pretty relentless. They it don't, is, exactly. Anytime relentless. they're discussing their next plan, it's while they're also flying off a cliff. 
all, you gotta love a movie where all the exposition is done while they're like in hang gliders, like land there so we can find the drug dealer and the code to the girl and the hacker. It's, it's really a lot of fun, and I think you should go out and support independent film. <laughs> April third, do your the, part, that's America. The message, yes. It's the support. last one only made like four hundred million dollars. I mean, it's not cool. Yeah. It's an underdog, and I wish it luck. I should have let it go with the big laugh. It I opens like going. it doesn't. How's, how's Brandon Lee? In, no. Who died? Oh, two. Oh. They gotta put it like a. Did they CGI? Like how do they? Uh, as, they asked us not to speak on that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think. So what, but I will say that they handle it nicely. Yes, it's handled with class. Is it puppetry? And, do they just <laughs> weekends at Bernie's and through the rest of the movie? I, uh, where they just lifted the frame up and pulled him out out of the movie. No, they do. They handle the Paul Walker thing really classy, but they did ask us before the movie to not. I'll just say it. He's suddenly at one point in the movie played by a different actor, but Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. God damn it! All right, you guys. We're running late. We're running hot. And I, I want to throw uh, some love real quick to the South by programmers this year because I've seen a lot of features and... They're really all good, damn right? Damn good programming this year. I really yeah. believe that. It's true. Yeah. Well done. A lot of good movies that you can just get drunk and yell shit at. Porno, porno, porno. Porno! Scott, come home! I'm freaking me out, man. I saw a really weird um, thing today where I saw guys... The walk- floor is closed. <laughs> I guess you don't want to hear about automatic rifles on the street. Oh, I support oh, oh you said kinda, weird. This is Texas. That's not that fucking... It's scary. That's not that word. What happened? Open carry, right? Yeah, I just got really scared. You should. It's That's fucking scary. <laughs> I have never Yo, not been scared by white people with assault rifles. It's fucking terrifying. You know what's scarier than open carry? Drew Carey. Comedy jokes. That was rough. I would have gone with Jim Carrey. <laughs> He's scary. He thinks that autistic children are Where all. Where are you going with this, man? <laughs> That's his. No, ex- I, don't know, I don't know what he thinks now. Does he think yeah. that, or does he just? Shut He's up not so with he Jenny, McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, when no, he was with Jenny, he with used it. to say that. I don't think he says it anymore. Listen, he's a Canadian. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> What were I, you going to say? You saw a rifle in the street and you were terrified? Yeah, but like 30 Black Panthers with rifles. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, and then oh, you know I what? saw the... Yo, I, saw, I, didn't get the, I didn't get the email. The revolution started. Nobody told me. You know what? Somehow, go. that's honestly what I thought was happening. And Somehow was, the idea of 30 black men with rifles is less scary than one white guy with rifles. I just I, realized that no one lets Nick talk. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, socks. Please. Well, there was a cop on the other end of it. I was like, hey, is this like a, a thing that's South by Southwest? Or is like, this some sort of like cool new app? Or... And, and he was like, no, no, those are like people that um, are going to hurt somebody. And uh, they're, they're, they hate us and uh, they have guns. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm just going to go oh, walk over please. to the festival side. Because yeah. <laughs> I was on the other side of the bridge. I was like, oh yeah, it's scary over here. Yeah, I saw them earlier today. I saw like three of them, they're getting out of their cars. I guess it was just starting and I really just assumed Public Enemy was playing on that side of the street. <laughs> well, there was a rap concert happening like loud, you could hear a mile around as they walked by me. And it was just like, no, it's not right. I pulled up right next to them and asked if I could buy some weed and they were not happy. <laughs> 
they chased me away. Now it's the part of the show where I say, Let the games begin! Come out of the shadows with your name tags, Austin, Texas, and visitors from all parts of the world. Uh, We got some name tags for you guys to choose from. And uh, gentlemen, I need you to uh, pick who you'd like to play for. Just go physically grab a name tag from somebody. While they do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. And we're back. Who are you playing for, Chris? Uh, I'm playing for Guardians of the Gal Lizzie. And it's got a bunch Spoke of Spoke to her earlier. Very gr- good name got tag. But he was Star-Lord and then Groot and all kinds of awesome shit. So, yeah, for sure. Is there a, did you put a... You didn't. She's got oh. a shithead on the, underneath on, uh, under one of the flaps. Yeah, good for you, Lizzie. Good job. Is it a good shithead, Chris? No, not really. Okay. Gives you more incentive to win today, so we yeah. won't have to hear it. Uh, what about you, John Dore? Who are you playing for? Um, I kind of feel weird that I picked this one now. Um, only because, well, actually, I do, but I do appreciate it because it's my style, because I feel like this was so last minute. It says, uh, suppose it's an ad probably ripped out of a, uh, a South by book, and it's, it's for the last man on the moon, and they crossed out ST, and now it says the laziest man on the moon. It works on two levels because it is so re- amazingly lazy. Precisely, yeah. Good call, man. But then what's yeah. the name of the person whose name tag it is? I need to do one more thing, though. It says one, it's supposed to say one man's part in mankind's greatest adventure. He crossed out a, a letter, and now it says one man's fart in mankind's greatest adventure. <laughs> We still don't really have a name on that name tag, though, do we? Yeah, we do. Uh, it's porno! I'm not supposed to read the back, though, am I? No, I no that's yeah. a shithead. Okay, what's the name? Randy. Randy. Is that on there anywhere, Randy? Yeah, it's not. Do you, do, you, do you know what the word name tag? <laughs> or words, I guess? Because uh, Spellcheck won't, won't uh, accept is na- dis- name tag one word. Is he disqualified? No, he's fine. He's just Randy. <laughs> Who are you playing for, Nick? Um, I, there's no name on this one either. Um, it's oh, says, you've never heard of someone called Star Wars? Star Wars, Jason Aaron, John Cassidy, um, on sale January Marvel, and it's episode JJ, A New Dope, is what he added to it. And I just was kind of lazy and just grabbed the closest one. I've never even heard of it. It's Star a pretty cool-looking name tag, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I like anything Star Wars-themed. Scott? I am playing for it. Use your microphone voice. I'm playing for this lovely picture frame full of candy, which I want to eat, uh, from this lady. What is your name? I'm sorry. Roxanne. Roxanne, of course. Yeah, her and name's is- Roxanne because it says Roxanne on it, you dummy. I, <laughs> sure, I didn't put it together, but I, it is the name of the film. Um, as thought her name might be Candy. As anybody, yeah, good point. Uh, and uh, this is a 1987 adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac, which if you have not seen, I highly recommend. It's a good movie. It is a very sweet, Great funny, movie. well-written film. And uh, Steve Martin is my all-time favorite celebrity ever born. I love him to the ends of the world. So Interesting. Pink Panther 2? Horrible film, but I. It will take a lot of Pink Panther twos for me to not love Steve fucking Martin. How about oh, that? I, it took two of them for me to yeah. be pretty unhappy with him. Yo, but he has two of them and one. Been, after that, he went on a banjo tour. That's how he. Like, he knew. Yeah. He knew. Just well, don't, what did he know? You can't idolize someone. I, Next thing you know, they're going to be in a banjo tour in Hollywood. They, I love you, the band, too. 
Yeah. I do. I loved him. I loved him. Someone had to make those movies. Did Why they? Not? Yeah, they were going to make them. Exactly. If they would rather mm-hmm. see people with a legal thing, they had to. Get Larry the Cable Guy. I don't, guy. Think, I don't think they would have made him with just anybody. I think, I think that was... But if you were they Steve, had to have a name. It's not Steve Martin's fault that Hollywood has no that was use for willing older to actors. Desecrate the work done by the great Peter Sellers. Got it. Now let's be fair. A lot of those Pink Panther movies, pretty shitty as well. Let's right. be honest. Right, but you but, were not you were not desecrating an excellent film. Well, what we should Pink Panther two. What is that even a remake of? There was never a Pink Panther two the first time around. Well, yeah, it was called Shot in the Dark. But, but, but was the part second part with Steve no, Martin a remake? No, you're right. That? No, it's a sequel to a remake of an adaptation of a. And comic we'll be back book. with more of the Pink Panther debate. We need to take a break right now. But when we return, we will get to the bottom of it. If this were Fantastic Fest, there'd be boxing. The dog boxing would last about four seconds, and we just leave, and everyone'd be like, "Yeah, no now, boxing." Now, you know what? We should tell them. Don't tell Fantastic Fest this, you guys. We should tell them that you and I are going to box. And lead up to it, jump around, and like we're really gonna do it. I got the punch. And then fucking just pull out a couple of pipes and sit down in the middle of the ring and just fucking and get high. And the punchline is box. We thought you said bongs. And then we do this. I thought you meant hot box. Also, Roxanne has one of the most brilliant lines of dialogue, which is earn more sessions by sleeping, and you won't know what it means until you see the film. Does your dog bite? I thought that's, you said your dog did not bite. That not, that's not my that's dog. That's not from Roxanne. <laughs> yes, it is. Peter Sellers did Roxanne. He did the remake. That's why Steve Martin decided to ruin one of his films. The first game we're going to play is uh, something I like to call How Much Did This Shit Make? Yeah. It's the 30th anniversary of uh, arguably a classic, one of the greatest movies of all time called Breakfast Club, The Breakfast Club. Did anybody go see it today? They showed it today over at the uh, Paramount, which is interesting because it was a universal release. Damn. uh, uh, Damn. I love that movie, but when it comes to the lesser work of John Hughes, some might argue that Baby's Day Out was his worst film rest in peace uh, and I know he it's, only wrote that I know to, it's to be his, fair to the disease he only wrote that film. who directed that that's one? the uh, worst part of that I don't know film. I want to be like one of those like, I thought Brian he directed Levant. that one but maybe he didn't if only I had a computer in my pocket that could tell me anything I want to know then you'd be cheating at all of these games so keep it to yourself that's a good point and in your pocket but it was a crazy-ass movie. I, a lot of people didn't see it, but a baby lights a lighter to a man's genitals. <laughs> a man named Joe Mantegna, who deserves better as an artist and as a human being. So how much... We'll start with... Uh, Chris will be our first bidder. Wait, how, are we talking about Breakfast Club or Baby's Day Out? I'm baby's not Day Out. Uh, okay. Yeah, because that's the shittiest of the John Hughes movies. Gotcha. And still, it's still a treat in parts, especially when the man gets his genitals <laughs> lit, on, lit on fire by a baby. Um, how I've downloaded sh- videos like that, but you got to get them on a dark net. You can't. You got to go to like Silk Road for that shit. How much did Baby's Day Out, with multiple scenes of a baby crawling across a, a busy highway? <laughs> 
It's fucking horrifying. <laughs> How much money did that movie make in its, uh, you know, uh, domestic uh, tally according to boxofficemojo.com? We'll start with Chris and then we'll go down the line. $12 million. Price is right style. Closest without going over. Chris, you say $12 million? I do. Okay. Okay. Tw- uh, $12 million and $1. Boo! I hate when people wow, do that. Wow, that. that is some when shitty... When my television in and turn off the prices right forever. Quite a maneuver you pulled there. You say $12 million and $2. I know, but they shouldn't be allowed to do that. There should be a cushion that you're not allowed to bet within 25 because then that one woman from Poughkeepsie will never, ever win. Do $12 million and 25 Fine. Twelve. 12 oh, can I change my? Can I change mine? Everyone or seems no. upset with it. What do you want to change it to? $12 million and 2 no, you can't do that. Okay, then I'm stuck with 12 million, which was what I was going to guess before you even guessed anyway, so. <laughs> Nick, Nick. What year was the movie made? Can we know that? Uh-uh. Can I get the origin? I can't know it? Mm-mm. I mean, I don't have it what in my I disposal. Learn? I don't really care what year it was. Um, I'm going to say $18 million. It might help you, though, if you knew what year it was. Yeah, I think that would have been a big help. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how these other people are bidding without that information. Some of us know that information. Scott? All right. We got 12.1, 12.9, and 18. All right. Well, it's a terrible movie, but in its defense, it is more or less a live-action adaptation of that classic cartoon we've all seen where the baby ignorantly climbs across the girders in the construction but it really is a wrong-headed, badly made film. I'll say it made $35 million. It's Mr. Magoo with a baby yeah, instead of a black It's $35 million. It made a decent amount of money, and Fox just threw it onto a whole shitload of screens, so parents will take their kids to see anything. All right, so Scott Weinberg, uh, movie expert, says $35 million. We're all movie experts, Doug. Okay. No, I just get not. paid for it. Bam! <laughs> I'm sad to say that our winner in this particular game... Chris, you want to have another beer? What are you doing? Oh, I was just putting that down. I didn't think the audience needed to know that. <laughs> now he's sitting back down. Beer down. The listeners need to know that you suddenly stopped drinking. <laughs> Taking this very seriously. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, John Doerr is our winner with the 12 what, what was? What did it actually make? Because the actual amount was $16.8 million. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was so close. <laughs> We're going to do this. All right, so John gets to go first in this next game. uh, (laughs) I'm lucky that I'm not booted just for being the most off of the number. No, but you you said it with confidence. I honestly thought it made more money than that. Even though you were crazy wrong. Obviously, because that was my answer. Yeah, it's it's okay, Scott. Uh, What is it as good as my answer? It was a good answer. Yeah. All you did was take his number and add one, though. Yeah, I use logic. Next Porno. question. It's interesting, like, when you watch Price is Right, they don't discuss the games at such length after they play them. They go ahead and move on to the next game. But that's the Price is Right. We all want to see it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, is it's, that it's, it's wheel kid. properly calibrated? It's it's peeling back the curtain to see how Plinko was really played. By the way, I did like your answer. Yeah. 35? <laughs> Million. Dollars. Yeah, everyone thought you were going to be right. 
Uh, John, you get to go first in this next game. Right. It's something that I call build a title. Do you know how that works? No, I don't think I do know how build a title works. All right, works. Chris gets to go first in this game. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I can do it if you no, can. No, it's fine. Like, you'll... Okay. No, you can oh, go. I see. You can go first. We take a title mm-hmm. of a movie, and then we add other titles to it mm-hmm. using the beginnings, beginning or end of the title. It's a sound-alike game, basically. Maybe Chris should go first. <laughs> You'll get this, I think. Okay. Since we're in Austin, Texas, motion picture that was filmed a lot here and uh, production was based here, called Boyhood, took the world by storm, and one person here is still excited about it. (laughs) This whole town is fucking sick of hearing about Boyhood. (laughs) But we're going to build a title, starting with the title Boyhood. So here's what you need to do, John Dorr. Name a movie that ends with the word boy yeah. or begins with the word hood. Now you're just putting words in my mouth. Yeah, that's how it works. God, we're finishing each other's sentences. Uh, Hellboyhood. Did I you, do it? You've done it. Thank you. You figured it out and succeeded. I had a great teacher. Where many a man and woman have not in the past. This is a tough game to grasp and you're a genius. Porno. All right. All right, so we've got Hellboy Hood. Chris Cubis. Go to me. Uh, drag me to hell, boyhood. <laughs> drag me to hell had its uh, debut here at the South by Southwest Film Festival at the Paramount Theater, I believe. It's what people have told me. I wasn't there. Scott Weinberg. So I have to use drag. You have to movie that ends in drag or begins with Hood. Or Boyhood, if there's a movie called Boyhood of something or other. I have the movie that ends in drag or starts in Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it. No, starts with Hood or ends in drag. What did I say? Right? Yeah. Ends in drag. Ends in drag or starts, starts in hood. with Hood. Yeah. I said the first time before. You did. You don't Sorry. Confuse me. Oh, I got confused. Uh, and drag. Uh, it couldn't be that hard. Could it? Apparently, it is. Um. Ends in flag starts with foot. <laughs> you can do it. I, I don't know. I have to pass. All right, you're out. Not for good. Just for now. How humiliating. Nick Thune, do you have one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, I'm gonna I, nail one with the movie expert. And not I feel what the a fuck little better now. Now well, I soon came in with fucking Draghood, which is a movie, Draghood. I just got the rights to it. Yeah. <laughs> not all right. So you're out. Yeah. I'm still thinking. John. Uh, um, where are we at right now? It's drag. Ends in drag. Ends in drag. Begins with hood. It's drag me to hell, boyhood. Drag me the hell, boy hoodlum. Hoodlum. Yeah. Good. I'll take it. That's a good one. Thank you. I, wow. That does make me feel nice. Thank you. That does make me feel nice. I also would have accepted winked. Yeah, that's what I was thinking on that. Lum. All right, so Chris, uh, do, can you think of one that uh, begins with uh, lum? <laughs> lum or ends with drag? And we drop 
Thus, yeah. Yeah. That's not gonna. No, thus allowed. Lum. No. No. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. I guarantee you, there's a movie about Lumberjack. I've never seen it, but I promise you, it. Who stars in Lumberjack? The uh, Paul Hogan. Okay, I know that's absolutely not true. Let's go to uh, John. Back to John, because uh, the other two fellows are out. If you can, if you so can... we're counting Lumberjack. No, no we're no, not. He's out. He's out. Oh, so it's back to me yeah. with Lum or Lum. or Drag. Yeah, ends in Drag. Um. Tough spot. Yeah, I should have said, said Hood Wink, but I didn't. Um, I said Hood Lum, and now I'm stuck with that. Oh, you think Winked would be better than Lum? I think so. Mm. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Okay, so uh, starts uh, ends in drag or begins with Lum. I'm gonna say. Um. <laughs> Too bad there wasn't a movie about Vince Lombardi, just called Lombardi. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, what happens if I pass? I'm the last one in, or does Chris win? I think who was the last person to add to the title? You well, were. It was him, yeah. Yeah, so you're still the winner, no matter what. Okay, well, then I No, pass. he's the only one left. He already won. Yeah, he won. What the fuck are we doing? We're, we're just having fun. Just, if he could we're, add we're one more to We're trying to think of words that start with lum or end in drag. You it's guys, more you impressive. Does, does anyone in the audience, am, am I missing? Drag net. Oh, no. Then I yeah, you can't drag. say that. I was going to say drag. Yeah, net drag would work. Sure, of course. Okay, so he's still in. He's still in Lumberjack, right? Oh, is that how you want to play it? Jack Frost. Go. Now you're fucked again, Chris. <laughs> Wait. No, you're gonna tell me there's not a vampire movie called Frostbite? I promise you, there is. I'm not enjoying the way you play. I'm not enjoying that your friend over here is looking up the but titles. Okay, but I what do you not know that, man? John Doerr's our winner. No, yeah, John Doerr's our winner. Randy! Let's stop. My, my problem was I was trying, trying to think of hood as a singular word, and I, I didn't put it together. Like hood winked, but it worked, too. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. It's not, it's not easy. I couldn't think of anything for, for Lum. I, no one on. else could, apparently. But people will tweet at us some for weeks to come. And we'll be happy, for happy to hear about Lum. <laughs> um, so that means that uh, John Doerr starts us off again. This time we'll go to Nick Thune after John Doerr, and we're going to play the Leonard Malton game. Chris Cubis is quite good at this, so it's, uh, it's good for all you guys that he's... Uh, Fourth. I feel like Sam Levine was really mad at me in that Tournament of Champions episode. Because um, I was boxing him out. you got to play strategically when you play against Sam. Right, but he still won, though, didn't he? Yeah, for yeah. sure, but he yeah. still got mad. <laughs> but he forgets about it all in the end if he wins. Those Jews are shifty like that, man. you got to be careful. Dude, this is... I know we're in Texas, but you got to knock that shit off. <laughs> Did you see you have to knock that shit over? No, it's it off. I like that if you did. I'm stealing it. Knock that over. And porno. So John gets to pick the first category. And uh, then we will go to Nick, who's uh, dispensing some rubs. 
How am I? Huh? I'm just checking something here real quick. Are you texting? What are you doing then? <laughs> He's like, I just got to handle this. I don't know if you noticed this when you've been on the shore show a couple sure. of times. On the shore, I have, yeah. No, when you've been on the show sure a couple of times, <laughs> you surely noticed yeah. that when we play the Leonard Malton game, I'm looking at my phone the entire time because I use the Leonard Malton app. I know, but I, I just it seemed to be going on, so I wasn't sure if you were doing something else. Well, I'm sorry, by I the way. I was getting it ready to go, but I, I was also uh, tweeting a lady about some smoking of marijuana <laughs> was and, it the lady you threw out and possibly did you tell you if you must know i'm right now i'm trying to find some suitable porno <laughs> that she would enjoy no i'm just trying to uh find the uh opening category to uh start us so off so what happens if you call this category and you have no wi-fi uh this app uh, this leonard mullen app may be a dead app but everything's already loaded in, so even if Wi-Fi is not working, I can still look stuff up. That's so great. It's almost it's like a book. It's so great. It is, though. John gets to pick a category between mm. at Benjamin Salas suggested Wahlberg versus Wahlberg, and that's Mark Wahlberg movies that came out in the same year of another Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> or... Nick underscore knack underscore no N-O-E suggested that's what she said and that of course is movies that have female narration where you hear a woman's voice on the soundtrack or Carly Marie B suggested Fast Batch Cumberbender <laughs> and that's movies with Benedict Cumberbatch or Michael Fassbender <laughs> But not both. <clears throat> I'm. I mean, I'm not. I know I'm not going to win this category anyway. So what? What's which one? Which Maybe one both the of them were. Yeah, I'll do the last one. Maybe both of them. Cumber, Cumber, uh, Cumberbatch or Fastbender. Okay. Let's do that one. Would you like a Cumberbatch Fastbender movie from 2007 or 2011? Oh man, I think we. Well, let's do. Oh shit, let's do 2011. Okay. Two and a half stars from Leonard Malton for this movie from 2011. He says this movie is about a ne'er-do-well farmer. And he also says that it's expertly made. But the movie also leaves no room for nuance. And he lists... Couldn't have chosen female narrators, right? 11, 11 names. And one of those names may or may not be Cumberbatch or Fastbender. Well, it's got to be one of them, right? Are this categories a bunch of shit? They could be billed low enough to not rank in uh, Leonard's billing. A lot of new ones to this mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. All right. What um, do you think, John? How I'll many names can you get it in? <laughs> All right, I can get it in... in uh, I can get it in... <laughs> I can get it in eight... He says eight names. I, I have, I, this, yeah, laughing. I have, I have no idea what this talking is. Talking too much. Eight. Nick comes in. Probably seven. Okay, good. He says seven, Scott. No problem. Thank God. Oh, he says no problem on seven. Uh, We've got a poker player here. I'll go, I'll go with five. Five names, Chris Cubis. You got to say name it because I don't fucking All right. know. All right. Thank God. Scott's got to name it. If Scott can't name it after I give him these five names, then uh, Chris will have a point. 
And if Scott names it, he'll have a point, and you're on your way to the first person for two po with two points, or for two points. You just can't be against two points. We'll be our winner. Your five names are Liam Cunningham, Eddie Marzan, Toby Kebble, Celine Buckins, and Benedict. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. So that's where he's at. 2011, it's about he's a farmer. He's billed in like seventh position out of 12. 2011, about a farmer. It stars Benedict. do well, farmer. Aren't they all, though, Doug, deep down? Fucking farmers. What really that's how I feel about was. babies. Every baby's up to something. They just can't act it out. 2011, um, I feel I would know this, and that will make it even worse when I don't get it, but can you give me the clues one more time? I won't be that asshole who makes people wait 30 seconds for a question. Too late! Oh. Expertly made. Expertly made, okay. Yeah, leaving no room for nuance. Well, that doesn't sound expertly made. No do well, farmer. You know the clues are supposed to not help. I know. This bad film criticism is all I'm saying. What do you think? Any idea? Uh, expertly, um, Eddie Marzan is one that I thought would help me, but I'm gonna guess. No, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna throw a name out. No guess. 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, two and a half stars. But it's expertly made. You're gonna, it's all going to fall into place as soon as you hear the title. All right, it's topsy-turvy. That is incorrect. The motion oh, oh. picture. John wants to guess? It. I think I got Just it. Just for fun? Is it possibly Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? No. No? Okay. No, it isn't. So Chris Cubas gets a point, everybody. The motion picture is called War Horse. Oh. Yeah. War Horse. I make it a rule. Wait, that horse was a farmer? I'm confused. Yep, it's about a farmer horse who's a ne'er-do-well. He just wants to go fight in wars. He doesn't want to Neither farm. expertly made nor any good. I don't know. Oh, no room for nuance? That's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I've never seen it. No, there is, yeah. It's the only Spielberg movie I've never seen. You should get on that. Mm-mm. I make, I make it a general rule to forget all films about horses immediately after I watch them. All right, so we're going to uh, start with Nick and then move to John, and Nick gets to pick a category. I'm just embarrassed right now because I realize I said Tinker Taylor and it has nothing to do with farming whatsoever. I said Topsy Turvy, which is I like, feel like a fool. I might as a well have said of, Pinocchio. A lot of spy movies start out with a farmer. But that, Gary Oldman, well. that Gary Oldman back signs up to be a spy. Yes. Yeah. They didn't None explore. of you guys are going to get ridiculed by 50 other film critics when you get out of this show. They didn't They're explore like, it. War horse fucker. Couldn't get War Horse, they're gonna kill me. No, no, hey, 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 h
And that's movies that have daytime smoking in them. Okay. Weed smoking, I mean. Wink, wink. Yeah. Demon Tomsty suggested, this is a great one, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. And that's Martin Scorsese movies that didn't get an R rating. So Martin Scorsese you find without an R yeah. is Martin Scorsese. Take the R is out of his name, Nick. Yeah, isn't that fun? I like that. And then K Sarah Sarah, K Sarah Sarah suggested One Fine Day, which is the films of Rafe or Joseph Fines. <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one, the, day, the Doug, Doug Day Afternoon. All right. This movie's got daytime smoking in it. Two and a half stars from Leonard. The year is 2008. He says this movie... Uh, he says it's audacious. And he also says that uh, some silverware gets dropped. <laughs> Why would, in a club that isn't even serving food, why would that noise happen? <laughs> uh, he also says it's uneven. And he lists uh, 8, 9, 10, 11 names. How many names can you get it in, Nick? 2008? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll do it in 8 names. Strong opening bid, John Doerr. Back to me. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> fuck, I think I might know. Okay. 2008. Uh-huh. So you could bid zero, you could bid negative. You know how to do negative names. I can't right? risk it, though. I'll do, I'll, I'll do, uh, I'll do you, six names. You got it. When you come to Austin, you got to try the brisket. What'd you say? <laughs> Did you say you can't brisket? Chris. I did say that. Chris. And you said, what, six? I'm, sh I'm sure I said that. Um, I cannot <laughs> risk it. Uh, I will say six. I can name it in six. I'll have a brisket for six. Chris I'm going to say Chris, name that movie. Chris says name it with six names. All right. Interesting. 2008. Daytime mm -hmm. smoking. Two and a half right. stars from Leonard. Daytime smoking. It could be anything, though. He says about this movie that it's audacious. And he said another thing. Uh, what was it? Uneven? Audacious as film critics speak for wacky. That's what that means. Sure. What, Keep helping. Keep what helping. word do they mean to use when they say uneven? Half good and half shit. Okay. It's easier to just say uneven. Five names you get? Six. Six. Okay. Okay. I feel all right about this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say to name it? Here's your six names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he said name it. You're a smart player. Yeah, Chris is going to take this whole thing down <laughs> if John Dora can't pull this out and name this movie after six names. Randy, we could be dead in the water, my friend. All right. James Remar. Nora Dunn. Ed Begley Jr. What? <laughs> Amber Heard. Oh, people know. Craig Robinson. Oh, yeah. Keep mm -hmm. going. Okay. Six names. No, that's five so far. Yeah. 
I'm giving you the six. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I thought you said that was six names. Sorry. You know what? I'm counting A. Bagley Jr. as three names. <laughs> <laughs> now, your final and sixth name out of 12 is Kevin Corrigan. Did you well, say Craig I, Robinson? I love that guy. Yeah. Craig Robinson, yeah. Oh, it makes it easy. It doesn't. <laughs> Totally. It, it can't totally. be. It can't be what I'm thinking. Totally gives it away. Not me. I'm a film fool. Daytime weed smoking. I know. 2008. Yes. Two and a half stars. Correct. From, from Leonard. Audacious and uneven. Ed he, he memorizes Jr. those critic words. Ed Bagley Jr. The only film I can think of, but Craig Robinson wasn't in it. Um, just say it, man. Blow everybody win. away. I'm Blow just going to give it away. Randy, I'm sorry, but Blow I cannot win this one. Blow it out. Just say it. Kill it. You got it. I don't have it. You a know what it is. Hot tub time machine. Ah. I told you, I don't know film, and I know that's not even the year. He's probably like fourth build in that, and it was much right. more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, this I is, know it was more recent. I don't this know. This is as movies where people smoke pot during oh, the Oh, no, day, Pineapple uh, Express. That's correct. Uh, it's unfortunate you already fucked that up. Why didn't I you say already, Pineapple Express? I don't know why. I if you had trying it, if you, to push you to say it. If you had it, you would have killed me. I'd you have it. Do you know what's so bizarre? And I'm so sorry to yell it out, but you know what's so weird? Before you even named the, before we even started the game, I'm like, I hope it's Pineapple Express. In my head, I'm like that pop movie. You hope for it so bad that it I, happened, I, I, and then you couldn't see it. But I can't. You couldn't even recognize. Who your, is Ed Bagley Jr. In Pineapple Express. Why am I, it's not clicking? It doesn't matter. No, I. <laughs> well, I no, don't remember did. what he did in it. Okay, it's not part that, of the game. That completely threw me. I couldn't He's a out, Chinese man. guy. He's a hell of an actor. But Craig Robinson, lowly build, smoking weed during the day. That would have been. Uh, uh, Might have got you there, but. Uh, I'm a fool. No, you're not a fool. I'm a fool. No, you're just. You're just very stupid. Love. <laughs> Please don't sing on my podcast. So Cap is going to come after us at some point, and we're going right. to have to pay for that shit. You're Look right. how messy this stage has become. Thank you for pointing that out. Again, the listeners need to know all this kind of stuff. And uh, who are you playing for, Chris? Lizzie. Lizzie, Gal, you're right there. Lizzie. Come grab your bags of fun. And do you want your uh, name tag thingy back? Because you can have that too. It's in a nice folder. We're not going to say you're shithead because you, uh, you're the winner. Uh, do you guys have uh, shitheads on the back of your name tags? If you could, yeah, if you could yeah, pass them down to me, I'd appreciate it. Don't feel so sad. You'll all be back on I'm... the show again, except for one of you. And, uh... Randy, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't even I make sense. I blew it. There really is a lot of candy on this thing. I can see why you picked it, Scott. All right. Oh, and there's a Snickers egg on the back. Don't fuck around with that. I don't think I've ever, any, ever even had a Snickers egg. I tried to tear the uh, shithead off, and it just came apart in my hands. So I'm sorry I can't say your shithead. Do you have? I'm kidding. Do you have any? Uh, don't do you have any uh, plugs? Uh, <laughs> Plugs, Scott Weinberg. What are you doing? You're uh, you're here at South by for a few days, writing about films, yep. Yep. seeing I, all the shit you can. Yep. 
I, I watch as many movies as I can and hang out with some friends and then I go back and write all night and sleep for five hours and uh, it's literally the best job in the world, although it is really exhausting and it pays like shit. But thank you for doing it. You're, you're doing us all a service. Yep. And follow. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Scott E. Weinberg yep. on Twitter. And, and uh, Nerdist and The Horror Show. Thank you. Follow him if you want to hear way too much about every movie ever made. And, uh, and in a good way. Nick Zoon, you yes. got shows coming up here at South By? Yeah, tomorrow, 7 at the Hideout is my, actually my own festival. It's Nick by Nick Thun. Um, it's at 7 p.m. <laughs> about yeah. time somebody started a festival within the festival mm-hmm. this is like a badge you'd give you for Xanadu screening and I've, you know I've got a website and I want to push it on people but it is my name um, and yeah T-H-U-N-E mm-hmm. Nick Thun thanks for being here you finally started saying my name right I, I love saying it wrong for so long <laughs> and then Twitter came along and so whenever I say it wrong I get all these tweets from people trying to explain to me how it's pronounced so I'm just tired of fighting the system. But thank you for coming, Nick. You Thune. gave up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Nick Thune. <laughs> and uh, John Dore, what do you got going on besides uh, obviously starring in Knock Knock? It's Tig Notaro, which is showing uh, maybe once or twice more here at the festival. You should check it out. It's very funny. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what else ju- is going on? Uh, just uh, go to PearlJam.net. Check it out. <laughs> Some good stuff going on there. You got a message board, message board over there? Pardon me? So you got a message board over there we can talk about? Pro- yeah, they're great. Great band. They started in the... Anyway, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just... They have all your info? They just need, they need some help. You know, I like to support them. Chris Cubis, our winner tonight. Always. And our winner often. Very good player. I'm doing all right. What do you got going on, buddy? Uh, check out my podcast. Uh, it's called Cancelled. We watch TV shows that only made it a season or less. We're halfway in the middle of Cop Rock right now. Wow. Why are you clapping? You've wow. clearly never seen it. Chris, uh, did you ever do Fish Police? We're not yet. We're, we just started. We did Firefly. Now we're doing Cop Rock. That's it's, awesome. There's a song where someone sells a baby. The show's fucking insane. Uh, and watch uh, American Crime. I'm not in it. You just like it's it? It's pretty good. It's all right. They shot it here in Austin. It's supposed to be Modesto, California. But they shot, but they shot it here. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's literally next to my house. Like, I know that's not Modesto. It's nice when somebody uses a plug opportunity to promote somebody else's work. Yeah. It's really sweet. I mean, it's, I, you know, I'm, it's not Pearl Jam or nothing, but... I, I took pretty good. I took care of them. No worries, yeah. Also, if you're into my stuff, check out Arby's.com. <laughs> That's another good one. I love your sauce. <laughs> Doug, what do you got coming up? I'm going to be at the uh, Comedy Zone well in Charlotte, North Carolina, next uh, we- a week from Wednesday, the March 25th. And uh, DougLovesMovies.com, of course, is where you can go for uh, all the dates and deets and links. And uh, like I said earlier in the show, I'm doing a bunch of stuff here at South By. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm doing, if anybody wants to go to a show tonight... 10 o'clock at Esther's Follies. I'm doing the roast battle, uh, saying horribly mean things about a friend of mine, so it should be fun. That'll be super fun. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Barnell, she's very funny, but I'm going to talk about her pussy a lot. Can you so, give roast, us, I apologize. Can you give us an example of uh, what kind of thing you're going to say about her pussy? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. Uh, Ashley Barnhill, no one knows who she is. It'll work anyway. Ashley Barhill's pussy is like spoken word poetry. Uh, college age kids might like it, but it stinks. <laughs> Before the show, that worked out right. It was, it was good. I'm just trying to think of one. I'm terrible at those. I, I can't think of one. Does anybody else have a? What's her name again? Her name's Ashley Bardell. She's hilarious and a very funny. Let's comic, do Ashley Bardell pussy jokes. Pussy if you would. Yeah, do another joke about her pussy. So we we go down the line Ashley's doing Ashley Bardell pussy, pussy jokes. <laughs> Oh, it makes me very happy. Ashley Bardo's pussy is so big. How big is it? It's just a very large pussy. Ashley Bardo's pussy is so big, it's the only venue here at South By that never fills up. Hey, Doug. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's it's me, Ashley Paro's pussy. You've seen me, you've seen me a lot. <laughs> Doug, you know me. Doug, knock knock. <laughs> Who's there? It's me. I'm trapped inside Ashley's pussy. <laughs> so many men have been inside Ashley's pussy. It should be Ashley Bar. Don't. <laughs> Hey, John, uh, uh, say knock knock to me again. Hey, Doug, knock knock. Is there anybody else here who can answer the door? <laughs> if I'd have said that the first time, that would have been amazing. Wait, hey, Doug. It's Doug. okay, you can edit. Say knock knock to me. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say John Doerr? <laughs> all right, we got to wrap this up. Thank you to all of my guests, Scott Weinberg, Nick Thune, John Doerr, Chris Cubis, and Ashley Bardo's pussy. First base. And, and as always, Tim Bennett, Tim Bennett of TimBennett.com is a shithead. Yeah. That was an inside personal one. These other ones are vendettas. Uh, last second guest list friends to a full house is a shithead. And it's also somebody settling a score nobody cares about. And we'll see how this one flies as Scott passes things out to the audience. Franklin Barbecue is a shithead. You fucked up. Mixed feelings. It's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Isaac Gold is viewing prowess makes him.